For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We now return to The Mike Kelter Show on 102.5 The Bone. Show it's 1025 the bone 727 579 1025 or 800 771 1025 are the phone numbers. Uh, our Tampa Bay Buccaneers won, which I'm sure we'll talk about news, and that means when Monday Night Football comes to town, the bone is throwing a huge uh, tailgate party with Bud Light like we usually do, and everybody will be invited uh, here on the show to win tickets. But you know we like to let a lot of people in it, so chances are if you want to go, you're probably going to in. Free food from Grill and Provisions. The Brisket Shop. Of course, Bud Light. We got uh, TVs in there. It's just a fun time, and it's a spot to be cornhole for you cornholers. I still feel like I shouldn't be able to say that on the radio. Right. Cornhole. Yeah. Uh, it's just a good old fun time uh, for a tailgate. Nobody's going through tables, though. Sorry to disappoint you. But if you want to come out and hang out, uh, listen, because we'll be giving away tickets for that uh, coming up as Monday Night Football rolls into town. When is that? That is the 25th. Yeah. Against the Eagles. Ooh. Yeah. And and I'm going to be honest with you. Every time I do this or something, they're like, yeah, we get you tickets to the game. I'm like, I don't want to go to the game. (laughs) I want to be in my bed Mm -hmm. before the game starts. That's how it goes. The tailgate is going to start like at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So. I want to go there, Perfect. eat, eat my uh, grill and provisions food. And in fact, I might fast all the way up until the oh, crazy time. Yeah. Um, only hot dogs. Look at this commercial. They're just showing. The, they're just showing a commercial for Sunny's Barbecue. Oh, where they're just breaking, oh, breaking a thing. Uh, I was tempting Geo during the break. I yeah. took out one of my snack pies and <laughs> put it sure. over there by him. I was waiting for you to smash it. I, you thought he was. Yeah. yeah, he set it right next to me. <laughs> I would pick it up and smash it in his face. Oh, yeah. no, don't it's cherry. You delicious. know I like those. I'll eat it if you smack it. Listen to me on. On Thursday, we should go to the brisket shop and eat lunch. I'm down. Oh, my God. Well, there say, should be well, so many restaurants we say that about in the next three days. They say you have to like ease back in. You can't no, go. No, no, you no, dive right back in. Yeah. No. We had taco party after I That's did a three-day right. fast. I was yeah, fine. Yeah, that's probably why you felt crappy. No, we should no, all I just eat a bunch of Indian food. No. no. It'll be fine. Sonny's <laughs> has an all-you-can-eat uh, afternoon lunch, Michael. We can go. Oh, no. And listen. I'm above. I graduated. It only costs two sunsets. Uh, they opened a Mission Barbecue right over here now, and I've never been there. Oh, Mission's uh, good. Yeah, yeah. I've had it before. Yeah. But I've, there's like a new one so convenient to me, and I'm like, I can't believe I haven't been in there. What yet. about Jazzy's? Uh, oh, God, Jazzy's <laughs> is great. Jazzy's is over on Waters. They get you. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is about, have you ever seen an advertisement for Jazzy's Barbecue? Mm, no. Don't no. need it. You don't need it. That's what I'm mouth. saying. You don't need it. I wish, uh, like, I, I almost don't want to do... To Jazzy's Barbecue, what Drew did to, uh, what's the name of the place? Uh, Lolly's. Lolly's. Yeah. Once Drew, we uh, we took Drew to Lolly's, and once Drew fell in love with it, he went there all the time and blew it up. Now they have like five locations. Yeah. I don't want anybody to know about Jazzy. I want to be able to roll in there, get my food in two seconds, and <laughs> eat it in my car with my, with my own sweet tea. Yeah. Oh. Jazzy's is right across the street from uh, 
like right when you get off at the uh, veterans right there it's it's uh, you make a right and it's right on the left hand side it's worth it if you're listening right now and you're like what are we gonna eat for lunch go to jazz oh you know what it's also really close to lollies you go to yeah, lollies right around jazzy's. the corner yeah. Yeah. you do a little barbecue oh. taco blah, 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 blah. Oh, but also uh you don't even know have to know where it is be in that area in the smoke and the smell <laughs> yeah, gotcha. yeah. Uh, on a serious note my wife called me over the weekend and something, I guess she was in a minefield, uh, not a minefield, but a. Um, uh, she was like following a comet because one of those trucks that has all the little rocks on it, but they cover it and they think that that's going to do it, flew into her windshield, Aww. cracked her windshield, and she called me in a panic and I was like, don't worry about it because I got Glass Doctor and Glass Doctor has fixed two windows for me. They came out and they replaced the windshield on the same thing when a meteor shower hit my car. And they replaced a window for me on the Sprinter, which that's a pain in the ass to do. I'm sure. You get one of those side windows, whatever. So uh, if you ever wonder if I use the products that I endorse on the station, uh, I'm going to have to call Glass Doctor today. I have uh, weather tight windows coming here today at 10 o'clock, and I have zero res coming here on Wednesday. Weather tight. So I have, I have all these doors that lead out to my pool, and they're all made of wood, and because of the change in the temperature it gets humid sometimes and it's cold they expand and they and they retract and now they're just like all just rotting you know just from being so old so i need to replace them with some sort of door that's a little bit more weather resistant and uh they're coming over dead to give me an estimate so yeah i mean i use all of these all of these companies uh are you gonna are you looking for a door that's more weather resistant or more weather tight Yeah, because I think they make uh, like the same looking door in fiberglass. Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to get that. And I'm going to see what they can do about bulletproof windows for the front. Oh, just yeah, saying. Yeah. Just in case. Just, yeah. Some people like me. Some people don't like <laughs> I tell you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is a little late, but let's start it. Let's check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. I say you get the uh, bulletproof glass. So bullets don't get out. That's probably, <laughs> probably better. Constantly ricochet around the house. Sure. Uh, what do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Oh, if you don't think I don't use Pelt Shoes, look at my feet right no, now. I got Pelt Shoes. I got the Ultras on right, right now, which right. are awesome. Uh, they have all the different styles and brands you're looking for right there in Pelt Shoes, and they have them in stock, ready to go. You don't have to wait around for shipping or anything. Then they show up, and they're the wrong size or the wrong color, and you're like, come on, I should have went to Pelt's. Of course. And if you got fat, wide feet, yeah. they can get your shoes, too. Absolutely. They also have the uh, recovery shoes, the Ufos. Uh, they have the uh, Hey Dudes. They have Nike New. New Balance Skechers, all that. If you're looking for dress shoes or boots or anything, they have those as well. Can Six- I tell you the thing with me? I was like, I have fat, wide feet, but I don't want New Balance. Mm-hmm. Not that they're bad. I have enough of the wide right. New Balance. And they were like, how about Under Armour? I said, I'll take sure. it. Yeah. Uh, Pelts has six locations throughout Pinellas, Sarasota, and Fort Myers. Whenever you stop in there, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. <laughs> you need a 10% off your first purchase. Pelt shoes. Get them at Pelts. Uh, as everyone knows, today is September 11th. Mike Kelton never forgets. Never forget. Never uh, forget. New York City officials have identified two more victims of the September 11th terror attacks on the World Trade Center just days before the second, uh, 22nd Memorial Anniversary of the what attacks. What do you mean, they, 
So the uh, man and woman are identified as the 1,648th and 49th victims identified by the Office of the Chief Medical Examiner. The two were identified through advanced DNA testing of their remains. Uh, the mayor's office said they were withholding the names of the two new victims at request of the families. Uh, these are the first identifications since September of 2021. I mean, kind of. I mean, I guess they knew that they were dead. They just finally were able to say, oh, we have some of their remains. Mm-hmm. And identify those, them, yeah. So. And those people are probably like, we don't want to relive this again. Let's yeah. let it go. I always wonder if they really did or if they just say, oh, yeah, we, we found it. Don't just trust us. We found you know, it. Or they're just saving two for every year. They go, oh, it happened again, right? Yeah. before the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they're doing their work and good job <laughs> on those people. Anybody. Yeah, Jesus Don't trust Christ. anybody. I, too. I, I got to tell Naysayers. you, yeah. we, we, I don't want to relive the whole... Um, you know where were you that day? You know, so, but uh, so many people that I that I went to high school with in grade school that either worked in the building or were firefighters and that died that day. It just blows my mind. Like uh, this kid Joey Mafia that I went to school with since first grade all the way up to eighth grade was friends with through high school. Uh, firemen died in the in the fire. Uh, several kids that were a little younger than me in my high school uh, were firemen that died. It's just super sad to think about. I mean, it really was a terrible, terrible time. And I hope that COVID is my kids' nine eleven. I hope they don't have to go through anything worse than that. Each generation gets their own tragedy. I hope I hope that's yeah. theirs, you know. Uh, almost 2,500 people were killed and nearly as many injured, at least four, uh, 1,400 of them critically in Friday night's magnitude 6.8 earthquake in the Moroccan High Atlas Mountains southwest of uh, Marrakesh. A desperate search for survivors continues as armed forces and international aid teams uh, uh, fight through rubble and devastation to reach the remote mountain areas. The United Nations estimated 300,000 people across the region have been affected. Many of them slept outside for a third consecutive night. Yeah, that's got to be pretty rough. Uh, If you live in an area that's prone to earthquakes, you always have to be aware of them, but you can't be paranoid of them because you'll never get anything done. But if you're somebody out there in the mountains and they're so few and far between, but they do happen, I mean, that every time it happens, it's devastating. I saw a wild video from uh, this earthquake. of It looked like an alley with two sets of apartment complexes, and uh, the earth was shaking and everything was rocking back and forth, and you just saw a guy come running down the alley, and literally right behind him, stuff was just collapsing, oh, caving in. Indiana yeah. Jones. Dude, and I, I just kept thinking, I couldn't imagine, like, I just got a cup of coffee from Starbucks, and now I'm trying to walk somewhere, and Run the as earth a building is opening up. Down. Yeah. Oh. I can't hold it anymore. What happened to your face? Oh, dude. It's, uh... Please tell me Krishna oh. hit you. No, you don't, no, you don't know about... We talked about it uh, on Friday. On Friday. No. So I did. She gave me like um, one of those face masks, <laughs> like a gel oh, face mask. Oh, that's still the same thing? Yeah. It's getting worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. You well, might have the age. Did like you get some of the oil now. I told you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. It really helped a lot. It took the pain away. So thank yeah, you very much. No yeah. A little pens oil on there? Did no, that. No. And I got so you had one point. of the face masks, and when you went to take it off, it ripped your skin. And Dude. now it looks even worse than it did on Friday. Yeah. So, on well, on Friday, I think it was just fresh. So it was just like a lot of raw and like that wet fluid that you get on like a oh. like a rug burn you know mm-hmm. and yeah because i took the face mask off it didn't hurt when it was on and then immediately when i took it off and wind hit my face i was like oh my my so, face is burned so yeah. that's a chemical burn yeah, uh, yeah. From can i tell you something a little bit a little piece of advice when i was a kid i was in camp and we played a uh, manhunt you know manhunt is yes. like a hide and seek mm-hmm. but for men mm-hmm. uh and i was running back to base and i looked behind me 
to see if they were chasing me. And then all of a sudden, I felt like I got hit with a baseball bat just clear into my face. I ran into a tree. I ran into a tree at full speed at 12 years old or whatever it was, 14 years old. And the next day, I saw a girl, and she goes, oh, my God, what happened to your face? I go, I was playing manhunt, and I ran into a tree. And she leaned in, and she goes, you should tell people like you got in a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> so from now on, if somebody asks you what happened to your face, have a good story. Don't be like, well, I was doing a face mask with my yeah. girlfriend. Mm. Yeah, just I come up tacked. with something. They I were, saved a baby were, from a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or yeah, rescue. It depends on who's asking you. You rescued an animal. Right. And, uh, you know, to fight off the bobcat or something like that. I'll let you use the bobcat story Thank for a little you. while. I appreciate you that very much. You'd be, like, you be like, I was driving and I saw his dog and he had, his hoof was caught <laughs> yep. in a, uh, yeah. a fence, a barbed wire yeah, yeah. fence. So I went to help him out and he nipped at me. I mean, I understand. <laughs> It'd be a shame <laughs> if you didn't help yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, the hoof. Yeah. It I've looks infected. Yeah, well, it's not, but thank you. I've been afraid to leave the house. All, all weekend. You yeah, should be. Look it's, like, you look yeah. like a monster. It's terrible, what dude. It? Sepsis when like the infection hits your blood. I yeah. think so. Yeah, like MRSA. Totally looks cancer. infected. Yeah, it's bad. Next it, thing it you know, hurts. you'll have fat muscles. Yeah, well, I hope not. I don't know. It <laughs> oh, just hurt. No. I just want the pain to go away. Mm. Yeah, and every that'll time never, I laugh, that'll never happen, dude. Every time I laugh because it's all like scabbing up, it crinkles. Tight, it's tight. Yeah, yeah. You're trying not to laugh. Thing? I, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some good news. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield shows that he has some life left in the old body. Uh, on Sunday, Told you. shaking off a rough start and leading the Bucks to a win over the Vikings in Minnesota. Mayfield completed 21 of 34 passes for 173 yards with two touchdowns, no interceptions, as the uh, Bucks beat the Vikings 20-17. to 17. Listen, close game the whole time. But we pulled it out at the end. Nobody cares. They just want to look back at a win now, and uh, we're feeling the bake. Yeah, it was sloppy to start. I was like, man, what Listen, is going on? Uh, but but a team that's really never played a game yeah. together, you know what I mean? It wasn't so bad. I noticed all the teams, like, a lot of the teams looked like crap, and I think that's the preseason. Like, these teams, they don't play preseason football anymore. No, they just they really don't. Yeah. And, uh, and the idea that... Uh, uh, this team is is together. Being you know, a lot of these teams have never really functioned together as a, yeah. as a team until that first game. So I listen. He I made feel the plays confident. When it counted. He did, and he can move. Uh, and I was happy. To, I was happy, and I have ninety different ways to watch football games from anywhere I am, except for yesterday. For some reason, I couldn't get anything to Dude, work. I was. Like I said I was watching on my phone at White Castle. So well, yeah. I was watching on the thing that we have. Oh, but, you did? Yeah, but it was the, the, for some reason the signal w on that specific thing wouldn't yeah. stay uh -huh. in the air. I was in the plane, so but I got. I, I was watching YouTube TV on my phone and Spectrum, but because they were geo watching me, I couldn't figure out. They wouldn't give me the game. I was watching you. Ugh, not <laughs> you. Uh, but because uh, where I was, they wouldn't show the game to me because I was in the air. I wasn't yeah. in Florida. It was rough. But I still was able to bet in Geo, and that's what I'm excited about. I saw um, Baker Mayfield was talking to Rick Stroud, and he said, the narrative is that Tom is gone and we suck. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, so I'm, I'm trying to disprove that. I like him. I've always liked him. Yeah, I, I like him because he, he doesn't seem... He doesn't seem cocky. He seems like when Johnny Manziel came out, it was like you knew he was fun, but then he got really cocky, you know? Yeah. Baker Mayfield just seems like a guy like he's happy to be here, you know? He's, I mean, the last uh, year or so has been like crazy because he goes from, you know, being Cleveland's number one pick to getting pushed out by Deshaun. Then he goes to uh, the Carolina Panthers and he goes to the Rams. Now he's with the Bucks. So it's been crazy. But he's got talent. So and he can chuck that ball and... uh 
you know, it, I got to tell you, it really stinks going into the season knowing that this is probably going to be Mike Evans last season. I think 100%. Yeah. He's but gone. I mean, I look, I don't blame him. This is the best receiver we've ever had on this team. Yeah. Uh, and they should be giving him the world. But also, he's getting older, so they got to make a business decision. I want, I really want Mike Evans to like retire as a Buccaneer. Yeah. But when you think about the Glazers, they let Warren Sapp go. They let Derek Brooks go. Like, they're known for letting their big time, like, franchise superstars walk what they did out the Derek door. Brooks? They just didn't sign him they anymore. Did, but he, yeah. then he retired. Well, he tried to go play for the Saints. Right. And I don't know if he passed the physical, but they let Warren Sapp go to the Raiders. Yeah, but you they know let what? John though? Lynch go to the Broncos. What, is, what did Sapp do with the Raiders? Uh, nothing. He was there for like three, four seasons. I know, but the, but you know, he he was Warren Sapp, but he yeah. wasn't the Warren Sapp that was here. Yeah, and and the truth is, is that I'm not saying that it wouldn't have been great to keep him here, but I well, also don't, I don't have a problem with another city getting like us having Brady for a couple yeah. of years. Brady's a patriot. We know no, that. You I, saw that no, Sunday. Evan should stay here. I, he's mine, and I want him to stay here. I agree I with you. Share. I agree with, with you. Teams. But what if what if they tell Mike Evans you get to go make a gazillion dollars oh. playing for the Jets? And playing a market number one and Aaron Rodgers throwing to you for a couple of years. You'd be like, I don't think Oh, that. no, yeah, but I don't care about Mike Evans' feelings. And no. what he needs for his <laughs> I want him to emotionally what I need as a Buccaneer. I'm with you. I love Evans the guy, fan. and I'm, we're so fortunate to have him here, and uh, we, we definitely miss him, but uh, we don't have the money here. Yeah. Uh, uh, you said you're excited to uh, be able to bet. How'd you do with your bets? Uh, I did great till your Steelers blew everything. <laughs> oh, man. Oof. I mean, who would have thought that was going to happen? Uh, I didn't. I don't think the Steelers are going to be a bad team. I just did the same thing. It's yeah. one of those they got to come in and, and play. They're a good team. They just didn't play good yesterday. Yeah, and everybody's blaming Matt Canada, and they've been blaming Matt Canada for quite some time. So I don't know. We'll see what That's happens with them. Five Matt wins. Yeah. What'd you say? Five wins. Yeah. Five uh, wins for uh, Steelers. Steelers? Yeah. Yeah. Bucks, three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said after this week, I think they're a four win team. I'm still staying with my. Who? The Bucks? Pick. The Bucks. Um, 12 wins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Look at Martine on TV. Martine's on Fox 13 right now. Not nearly as cool as when he's here. Nope. 57-yard <laughs> field goal, too, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Who did that? Uh, our guy. Oh, he did? I don't know. I couldn't watch him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fifty-seven, huh? Fifty-seven, yeah. yeah. I Big love time. that you didn't even have his name. You were like our guy. Well, he's, they, they, we just signed him. I can't remember okay. his name right now. He's good. Uh, like, the uh, uh, guy from the Colts with the uh, glasses. No, he got not cut. him. No, uh, this is a rookie. Oh, yeah, a rookie kicking fifty-seven. Yeah, watch out, Martin. Watch out. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> Let me see who he is. I forget what his name is. Uh, Bukwe. He's a pretty good kicker. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, so. he's pretty good. J.C. Allen. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Spanish? Have you? Did you see the commercial with uh, Dan Marino? Which one? They the have. Oh, one? They have a new one, and it's it's about players, old players, who decide to come back. It's Dan Marino, yeah. Emmett Smith. It's really Chase, funny. Chase McLaughlin. That's our guy. That's such a made up name. <laughs> <laughs> Chase well, McLaughlin. So is Mike Canada. <laughs> anyway, it's good. And at the end, they go. They cut over to Brady and Edelman. They're laying on a lounge chair, and they go, who would want to make a who would come out of retirement. <laughs> Yeah, By good. the way, uh, just so you guys oh, yeah. know, not everybody can be a NFL analyst. Edelman. Why, who is bad? Oh, Edelman. Oh. Ah, give him time. Was oh, the first one. Where, where, what game was he on? He was on the, uh, the I Fox. think he was on the Fox thing oh, was talking, he? and he would just go, they would like throw it to him, and he would go, yeah, it, the, I mean, if you, you know, if the guys do the, uh, yeah, you know no. what I'm talking about, they do the thing, and it was like. What? Even? And somebody's got to shave his wolf face. He's got his beard is going up into his eyes. Yeah. It's like, you know, do a line, guy. Let's make uh, it look nice. Uh, he, he uh, I, I think he, he, like Gronk, when they threw it to Gronk, Gronk was like, 
I'd be here for football. And then like Gronk, what do you think, Gronk's like, uh, let me tell you what they need to do. And then Gronk went into football guy. You're like, oh, okay. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. So uh, you know, give Edelman a couple weeks to to kind of settle in. Uh, speaking of football, Mike Williams, the former NFL wide receiver, former Buccaneer, who suffered serious injuries in a workplace construction accident earlier this month, was reportedly breathing on his own oh. after he was removed from life support. Uh, Williams remained in the intensive care right here in uh, Tampa, so he is uh, breathing on his own. No real change in his uh, movement and stuff, but at least he's off life support and he's breathing, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Listen to me. As much as I would like the points, I would love for Mike Williams to live mm. for the sake of his children, his family, and heavy lyrics. <laughs> I do not want the guy to pass away. I'm so glad I, you don't have the at points. At the time I picked him, he was almost dead. There were so many NFL players that were writing like their goodbyes. Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe he's gone. You know, a teammate of mine, and then he's not dead. And none of them are going to see <laughs> so him in the hospital. You, now, if, if, if he survives this, you know what people's reaction will be. When you're dead. Yeah, yeah but I know what people's weird. reaction yeah. going to be when I die, too. Oh, I can't believe he died. It's, what a legend. It was a shame. He was a great, and he did so many nice things. But uh, but then, if I don't die, nobody ever says those things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody says it while you're alive. I would, I would just write, guess he should have ate the bun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I missed uh, out on the book. Yeah. 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 That's true. Uh, Saturday night, did you play? Powerball? Oh, $500 million? I, I was waiting for $600 million. Well... Keep waiting because it rolled over. Yes. Uh, but a Florida ticket holder did win $2 million uh, from Saturday night's Powerball drawing. So now do you get that and you go, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm still pretty yeah, happy. Pretty, it's life-changing. Yeah. Uh, there was no jackpot winner uh, bringing the new estimated jackpot to $522 million with a cash value of about $252 million. Uh, the next Powerball, dra- Powerball drawing is tonight. Oh, so I gotta Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Saturday for okay. Powerball. I gotta yeah. get some of those. Yeah. I would like to have that. Get that money before the U.S. economy collapses. Oh get it God. in quick. All of those people pulled. What, yeah. 21 countries now? Yeah. Not good. U.S. dollar? <clears throat> Not good. I'd like to take all of my lotto money in, in crypto and gold, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubles. Yeah, and they voted. Uh, they're basically uh, voted against... Uh, get it coming to peace with Russia. So that's, that's good news uh, for the world. So, yeah. Woo! Good stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have a hot or not for you guys. Oh, good. Oh, good. A Indiana woman was uh, arrested after she allegedly faked a heart attack and she hid an avocado-sized plastic sandwich bag full of illegal drugs in her private parts. Oh, yeah. Wayne County Sheriff's Office deputies pulled over 41-year-old Amanda Smith on Monday. Police said that during the investigation, officers suspected drug activity and uh, K-9 uh, searched the vehicle and indicated to officers a presence of narcotics. Smith promptly faked a heart attack. What are you, drugs? Ah! Oh, my God, oh, yeah, I'm going yeah, down. Yeah. Uh, and uh, forbade the EMS from running electronic tests or evaluating her condition. Authorities uh, took Sam to a local hospital, or I'm sorry, Smith, to a local hospital uh, where she continued to refuse care or remove her clothes. After the suspect insisted on going to the bathroom, by herself. <laughs> Law enforcement believe that Smith was engaging in an effort to conceal drugs from them while attempting to find a way to get rid of the evidence. Uh, the 41-year-old suspect allegedly told uh, law enforcement that she had a little bit of fentanyl hidden in her underwear. Nurses spotted a plastic sandwich bag concealed 
in her privates. <laughs> Wayne County Jail performed a body scan and uh, showed a uh, abnormality in her pelvic area. Uh, eventually, Smith admitted to concealing drugs inside her privates and removed an avocado-sized plastic sandwich bag. I love it's avocado-sized. Uh, Upon testing the illegal drugs, police found 38.9 grams of meth, yeah. 10.4 grams of crack cocaine, 9.2 grams of fentanyl, and some other stuff. Smith all was, in a cooch. All in there. Uh, Smith was arrested and charged with uh, dealing methamphetamine and other felony charges. Uh, so she's from Indiana. She is 41 years old. Her name is Amanda Smith. She had uh, the old prison purse filled up with a bunch of uh, drugs and stuff and uh, faked a heart attack. Mike Kelta? Hot or not? I, I flip-flopped in my head. I was like, there's no way that she's getting an avocado-sized purse in her cooch wallet. And then I thought about it. The name Amanda Smith is hot. How old is she? 41. No, no, from no, Indiana. No, no, uh, I would say not hot. I, mean, I was going to say if she was in her 20s, I would say she was hot and she just had a, a, a sleeve of wizard. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to say that uh, she is not hot and blown out privates. Mm. Yeah. Some babies come out of there. Mm. Uh, yeah, but to, I, uh, babies are the size of of, uh, of an avocado when they come out. I don't know. No, I'd say she's not. It's not. Uh, that's a big avocado. Yeah. I was a I was ten pounds eight ounce avocado. avocado. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Geo. A lot of guacamole. Hot or not? <clears throat> Avocados in the meat locker. No, she is not hot. That's a great song. <laughs> Avocados in the meat locker. Oh man. You're mixing your uh, vegetables and meat. Yeah, she's not. That. There's no way. Uh, Spanish had to step out of the room. So Carmen, I switch over to you. Hot or not? There is absolutely no way. <laughs> no, no way. Avocado forty whatever. Forty one. Yeah, faking a heart attack. Dumb. No. <laughs> had it been like a pear or an apple, maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> avocado. Uh, actually smaller avocado yeah. smaller than a pear or apple uh okay so everybody says not hot not hot not hot pap pap show avocado not hot not hot no, no. not, not as bad as i thought right. she would be not but not terrible hot. but definitely not hot and looks way older than 41 right yeah, yeah it's a meth yeah. i guarantee yeah. that's a meth can i ask you a question so we're on the air and uh katie pedretti who works at ruth Eckert hall popped her head in to let us know that she was here with Greg Billings. I, I signaled the Spanish to go out there and handle that. He's been gone for five minutes. Yeah. What could he possibly be doing? I got to be honest with you. I didn't see who popped their head in. I thought it was your son and he needed to move the car. And oh, maybe stuff. he's doing that too. Maybe. Maybe he, maybe he got caught up in the thing. Little twofer, yeah. yeah. All right. Because oh, I was like, what could he possibly be doing? Or he's pooping. Here so long? Or picking at his face. He's probably <gasps> Or oh. eating his treats. Oh, oh. Joe. Yes. Oh. If you catch him eating, you better get a picture of that and send I it will. to us. I will. Oh, uh, Joe, he's going to get a picture Joe, of that? Joe, listen to me. Worry, listen me. Don't worry. He's a video guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't say get a video of it. I said get a picture yeah. of it. <laughs> Joe, good. I'll give you $10 for every picture you get of Spanish eating. Okay. All right. I'm in. If you come in tomorrow with 10 pictures, I'll give you $100. All I'll right. give you a sunset. <laughs> a what? I have another <laughs> hot or not for you guys. Oh, good. And this one is local. Right out of St. Pete. Mm. A 30-year-old woman in St. Pete, Florida, went to Walmart last Wednesday and was arrested after someone reported that she left her two young kids in a locked car hot. in 91-degree weather already, it's for hot. at least 20 minutes. The kids were hot. She's hot stupid. Hot. She's stupid, and she's going to Walmart. I guarantee she was wearing flip-flops and jean shorts, and she is hot. I don't right, even know listen, the rest of these. Listen to all the facts. Here we go. The car was not running, so the air conditioning was not on. Oh. The windows weren't rolled down, so the windows were up. No air conditioning. The car was parked on the asphalt in the sun. The kids are, uh, reportedly are six and three years old, and they were in there just baking. Not Baker Mayfield, mm. baking. It's baking. Uh, they were checked out at the hospital. Their condition is unknown. But get this. The cops arrested the woman, put her in the back of the police cruiser. Guess what she did? 
complained that it was too hot and ah. told them to turn the AC on. <laughs> ah. She demanded that they crank up the AC in the cruiser. Yeah, so she is 30 years old from St. Pete. She had her two kids, three years old and six years old, in the car, turned off, no air conditioning, windows rolled up, hot, hot, hot. And then she complains whenever she gets back in the cop car that she wants them to put the AC on. Mike Kelta, I ask you, hot or not? Uh, she is definitely hot. Definitely hot. Stupid and hot. All right. Gio, what do you think? Kids are hot. She's hot. <laughs> Everything's hot. How are you feeling? You're saying the kids hot, are hot? Hot, hot, Yeah. You're saying the kids are hot? Everything about this is hot. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Carmen, what do you think? The kids are hot. The car is hot. She is hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right. So last one, everybody said not hot. This one, everybody says hot. St. Pete's finest. Uh, Pap Pap, show the picture. She, oh. might, she may be sweaty, but she's not hot. No. She is not hot. Oh. oh. <laughs> Carmen said, hey, oh. She looks more like Lizzo. Wow. Than I uh, had expected. She I, looked, thought she, I think she just got done playing for the Bucks. Who yeah. that with? She's got the creamsicle jersey on. I thought she was going to be a young white chick <laughs> with, uh, you know, two kids by two different fathers and just oh, dumb Spanish. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What in the world took you so long to deal with that? Uh, I've got him a cup of coffee and water. <sighs> and ate some of your snacks? Smell his breath, Gio. See, smell, smell his breath. breath. No, Kiss him. See no. if you can taste something. No. Why? Because it's Katie Pedretti. Right. Who, it's not like we need to, like, baby her. She could, you know. And then uh, you just pop your head out and say, oh, okay, cool. You're here. We'll be out there next break. But you were gone for, like, 20 minutes. Well, they wanted, they wanted coffee. They don't know how to use a Keurig? <laughs> I, I, you gotta could, put the pods in for him. I mean, I would. There are our guests. Yeah. I guarantee, if you did not make yeah. them coffee, yeah, I don't understand. And they had to make them. You can smash. You're not even making them coffee. <laughs> so you make it or not make it? I did. I made them coffee. Well, then you're terrible. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, listen to this. A Las Vegas rapper was arrested after doing what? What do you think a Las Vegas rapper did that got him arrested? In Las Vegas, he tried to rob a casino. Oh, yeah. You can't rob a casino. It's ridiculous. Carjacking. Carjacking? No. No, oh, no. You got to smack a bitch. Oh, had to rap her smack. No, that's not it. Uh, a Las Vegas rapper was arrested after dropping a song about killing a man. No. Uh, Ken Juan McDaniel, a.k.a. The Biggest Fin 4800, <laughs> rapped the lyrics, I be the reason why he's dead. We still taunt him when he die, not the reason he's dead, so celebrate the reason why his mama cry. Park the car, double back on feet, the smartest way to slide. Authorities say the lyrics match up with an area murder where that's what happened. Oh, wow. uh, we have a little bit of uh, uh, the biggest Finn 4800s rap right here. Take a listen. That's good too, right? Wow. I'm asking my son. This Quite is not hit. the first time this happened. The yeah. double fin? Uh, uh, there was a guy who killed a guy, rapped about it, and then they brought him up on charges and used mm -hmm. it as evidence in court. Yeah, I think we talked about it. I forget yeah. that guy's name. But, they just uh, passed that law. Y-N-W-Melly. Don't rap Melly. about it? Yeah. Who, Carmen? Y-N-W-Melly. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. That yeah. is him. You're right. Yeah. Mm. Smart guys. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's a you know, Calvin, idea. when you're from the streets, you don't make up stuff. Mm. Young yeah. entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, a 32-year-old man in Pennsylvania earned a new Guinness World Record by going to the movie how many times in one year? Went to the movies how many times in one year? 365 days in a year. So how many times did this guy go in one year? I know this, so I'm not going to say it. Set a record. I can't wait to talk about this. Uh, uh, 
1,500 times. In one year? How many times would that be a day? I don't know. Well, think about it. 365. I don't want to think about it. You said you're the wrong number. Don't make coffee, idiot. <laughs> what is your problem? I'm going to say 365. 777 times. Oh, double what I said? Du- that's double 1,500? Yeah, 700 <laughs> what? Seven, uh, yeah, yeah, say it, 1400. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. 1400. Yeah. 700, 1400. Yeah, I said 1500. Is he an idiot or am I? I think you're both idiots, no. but I think what he's saying is... He this... said, you said 777 times is double what you said. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's, I said double of that. No, you didn't. Yes, I now did. Now you're saying it. Now no, saying he, did, it. He, he said he said 1500. Yeah. And I, said, right. I said double of what you said. No. That'd be you four said, movies a day. You said that 7,700 uh, or 7, 777 was double 1,500. No, no. He meant yeah. if you double. I know seven, what he meant. Oh. That's not what he said. <laughs> All right. He's an idiot. You're cranky. Uh, you're you an idiot. Eat I hope food. your face burns. Yeah. Sweet yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow we're all going to be on each other. Cranky pants. Go make coffee and shut the hell up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, so he did it. The fast is off to a good yeah. start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did it more than twice a day. So it gets worse. Do you know the more the details of this? This little fat nerd went to the movies, had them come on out there and do the Guinness thing. He had to sometimes see, he, like, he didn't even go to different movies. He had to see the same movie twice. Oh, that shouldn't count. He saw Puss in Boots like 80 times. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's so dumb. He basically just sat there the whole time. It should be a different movie. I don't know. I, listen, I could watch 700 movies a year. I could watch two movies a day in my in my living room. Like if you like if I went in there and watched a few good men and then did some stuff and then later on at night watched uh, the Godfather and then tomorrow watched Departed and I watched I could watch 700 movies a day. This guy went to the movie theater and there was only a limited number of movies playing in his oh. town so we had to sell these movies twice. By the way, looking at him, I could see where he has the time to <laughs> yeah, spend. He's a fat little nerd. I'm going to go record holder. I'm boot for the third time. Uh, not fifteen hundred times though. That would be ridiculous. Can I tell you something though? Is that it, it sounds good when you say I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records for? If you're not, if the next sentence isn't, I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records for jumping the most or uh, biggest dong. Yeah, that would do too. But uh, if it doesn't have some sort of excitement with it, you're just in a book that nobody reads it anymore. Should be feats of skill and strength, or amazing some so, sort of ama- yeah. it should be a feat right is what it should be the, the two guinness world record holders i've met odalon and canface oh, that's yeah right. yeah <laughs> right and, and but you know like look they're gimmick guys i get yeah. it but this is just dumb all you do is sit in an air conditioning room for two hours <laughs> but i gotta be honest with you that's the majority of the records yeah. but what do you get out of it nothing no You're there's the nothing canhead's got a got a gimmick and he gets to go around and he hey, look at my head i'm in the guinness book world he turned it into something Odalon this guy does nothing odon had the hats this guy has nothing he just is like i'm in the guinness book world what'd oh, you do he i saw the most movies oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he nobody had, cares about it but he also had nothing before this so but now the, he has nothing and a plaque that doesn't yeah. get you free uh, beer anywhere <laughs> you know what i mean nobody's buying that guy a bud light for <laughs> going to the movies to see puss in boots <laughs> Uh, a recent poll asked men and women if they'd be uncomfortable in a different uh, series of situations. Uh, one of them was applying sunscreen to a same-gender friend's back. Yep. Uh, well, man-to-man, woman-to-woman. <laughs> I'll uh, spray for- it, but I ain't rubbing it on you. What? 42% of men say that makes them uncomfortable. Only 10% of women said it bothered them to do it to a female. Carmen, friend. I'll hug a guy. I don't care about that. I'm not. It's not a, a homophobic thing. I don't want to touch a skeevy man's back. Would you let me put lotion on your back? No, I'd rather not. If I had any other option. You'd rather burn? 
I, no, I wouldn't <laughs> rather burn. But like, if I had any other option, I would pick that other option. But I wouldn't. If you had to do it to me, I wouldn't be like, God, this Look feels at, gay. I would he, feel like it would just be gross. What if you put sun lo- suntan lotion on a tree and then you just <laughs> yeah, yeah, your back? That'd be better. Yeah. That'd be better. <laughs> uh, so another forty-two percent of men feel uncomfortable having to share a bed with a male friend. I don't care about that. Uh, only 21% of women feel uncomfortable with that. I think women's stuff, like putting the lotion on or sharing a bed, you just think that your wind up going to have sex <laughs> yeah. with no. the other no. woman. Yeah. I, That's what we think. Yes, it, What's worse true. is if I put lotion on Spanish and then we get in bed together. <laughs> oh, That's yeah, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. Have we slept in the same bed? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's, there's just times where, like, I'm taking a nap. I don't yeah. care who's. Yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, what about spoon? Yeah. What about guys going to a gay bar? Straight guys going to gay, gay I've bar. I've done that too. Does yeah, that make you uncomfortable? No. Nah. Uh, forty-four percent of men are uncomfortable doing that, compared to twenty percent of women. Hey, listen. Having been to a gay bar before, it's not like you walk in there and everybody's banging on the corners. Yeah. They're just dudes. Uh, there is a video of a guy who realizes he's in a gay bar. Did you see that? <laughs> see he's like twenty-something, whatever, and he's like hanging out, and then he goes like this. He's looking around, and he goes. <laughs> You can see like a confused look on his face. Like, off in his head. Yeah, like why are there so many dudes? There's no. Uh-huh. And then he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. all right." I I just, that was my dad joke. The first time I went to a gay bar, I was in there and talking to these guys. Like, not a lot of chicks here. Yeah, I was like, oh. um, nothing was weirder than the time that Frankie and I, my buddy Frankie, we went to a deaf bar in New York. We went in there and we couldn't figure out what was going on. The music was on, but it was quiet and it was packed. And people were writing down things on paper and were like, are we here on like silent night or what's going on? And we realized it was a bar where all the deaf people hung out. One of the bartenders told us, I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, That's it was, awesome. they could feel the beat of the music so they didn't have to keep it very loud. So you could hear yourself when you talked. But Frankie and I were the only ones in there, I think, that, that weren't deaf because everybody was signing and doing all this stuff. And, uh, they didn't care about, it. they didn't care that we were there. It wasn't like we encroached on their, <laughs> Like we went to a lesbian bar we got one some time. Talkers in here. Yeah, <laughs> we went to a lesbian bar one time because it was close to where we were. But we w- we walked in and the guys like, "Hey guys," and we're like, "What?" And he's like, "This is a lesbian bar." He goes, "I'm gonna let you in." He goes, "But just know and be respectful." And they're like, "And because they knew Frankie because he was a fireman," and we're like, "Oh, we're just trying to get some beers before the you know cut off." And he was like, "Yeah, that's cool." And they were fine. Nobody bothered. They didn't want us to harass the yeah. ladies, you know. <laughs> but we were cool. You sure you're a lesbian? <laughs> Have you seen I bet this? I could change you. Uh, 48% of men are uncomfortable crying in front of another male friend oh, compared yeah. to 18% of women. Spanish? Yeah. 45% of men are uncomfortable saying I love you to a uh, male relative. Not this guy. Uh, male relative? I'm more uncomfortable to say to a relative than I am to a stranger. Not a stranger, but like a casual friend. Or something. Mm. It's It's so... Nothing is more awkward than saying it to my father and my father saying it to me for oh. unnecessary reasons. I love my father. I know he loves me, but that weird, it's not like he never says it. He says it. And ever since I brought it up years ago, he says it all the time now. And it's, it's just not even, I don't get the same feeling like, ah, oh, I go, oh, that was weird. And I do, I say, and I love my father. I say it to my dad all the time. Yeah. We say it, uh, I don't say it to my brothers. Uh, uh, I don't, but I think, can I, I mean, tell you we something? Ha- well, we have Carmen, but it's not like, like my dad, I'll talk to my dad and I go, all right, I love you. I'll call you later on in the week or whatever, you know, but like my brothers, I don't say that whenever we're getting off the phone or anything. Oh, you know? yeah, my, no, yeah. every conversation on the phone. Mm-hmm. My father, I mean, my son well, I says, tell your sister, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> my son says, I love you every conversation that we have. And I love that. 
my father and I didn't do that when we were younger, so that's why it's kind of weird now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not like it's not like I. I mean, I can tell you right now, I love my father. I feel like my father loves me. I don't have any problem there. My- it's just weird to start doing it now. Mike, I can tell you something. Don't tell me. Honey, don't. This hour's bone bonus keyword is relax. Relax. Don't do it. Head over to the free 1025 The Bone app and enter the keyword within 15 minutes past the top of the hour and go get your thousand bucks. It's the Bone Bonus, sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1 800 747 free. That's 1 800 747 3733. There you go. Go get your thousand dollars. I remember I, we get free pizza. I, I would give anything to have a father to say I love you, too. Yeah. Call my father. See yeah. how that works out for you. Very jealous of you. Uh, 17% of men are uncomfortable hugging a male friend compared to 5% of women. Uh, the only situation where women are more uncomfortable than men was being naked in a changing room. Oh. How is that possible? That guys aren't more uncomfortable with yeah. that? Well, it says 67% of women are uncomfortable being naked in front of other women, while only 49% of men agree. But changing room, I think they're talking locker room. But I think because women are more self-conscious than guys are good. We don't care. You're like, look at my nuts. Don't care. Yeah, but when I think changing room, I'm thinking you're in, like, TJ Maxx yeah. trying to uh, yeah. Hey, Bill, check these out. <laughs> this is, are these too tight? It's because what you said, when women get naked together, they just start having sex yeah. with each other. So oh, they no. don't do no, it. No, yeah. it's true. Yeah. 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 I'm a woman. I yep. can tell you that's no. true. Well, women don't like you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they say uh, men who are more likely to be bothered by uh, different stuff are younger adults, ages 18 to 24. Most men, 50 and over, really don't care about being naked around other guys. Nope. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. I think that it, certainly if you play sports at a young age, it's easier because you're just around it, even if you felt uncomfortable. But uh, if you're well, naked and rubbing lotion on another guy and saying I love you and then trying to hug him, those are all bad things. Well, I can, combination. Tell, I can tell you this because I started swimming uh, for cardio. And when I get out of the pool and I go to change and like put on like my tank top and shorts, I always do it like I feel not like awkward or weird, but a little bit if other girls are in there. So like I'll take off my top and put on my shirt. And then I take off my shorts really, or take off the bottom and then put on my bottoms really fast. Like, I don't just get completely naked. I, I had you know a girlfriend I mean? who used to get uh, who used to get her bottoms waxed. You know, she used to get a, go to get her privates yeah. waxed. And she said one time she goes, I went to the to the waxing lady. I got up on the table and she goes, oh, OK, you're going to like she was surprised. She goes, you take your bottoms off. And she was like, yeah, how else are you going to get? To the yes. to the privates, and I thought so when she got down there. How like like it was like it was my first time. We'll get closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't do that. That girl also had stinky private, so oh, aired them out. Today is National Make Your Bed Day. And does anybody make uh, their bed? I yeah. mean, we all, we all <laughs> did up. We have somebody sleeping in our bed. The military people say if you make your bed early in the morning, the feeling that you accomplished something already is why you do it. A lot of that successful people say that as well. Garbage. It's a, you're knocking something off the list. You're already doing something. I will tell you, it is a huge waste of time. You're, you, it's to me, instead of having accomplished something, I have saved time to do something else mm-hmm. because it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But do you throw like the comforter over the whole bed? Or? I do nothing. I get out of the bed and it stays the same way until I get back into it because nobody sees it. I get back into it. I only sleep on one side of the bed because I sleep upstairs during the week and nobody sees it. Nobody does anything. Waste of time. Mm-hmm. The, I'll tell you what I do the night before I get my clothes ready for the next day. 
so that I don't have to worry about that in the morning. Even you know, not like I'm picking on an outfit. I'm just getting two pairs of a uh, pair of clean shorts and a clean shirt. That's it. All right. Uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman's cause of death was revealed to be respiratory failure. <laughs> uh, he was also battling two forms of cancer. Oh, my God. Oh. Here's a guy who brought joy to so many people. Oh. Let's strike him with two forms of cancer. <laughs> you know why? Because he couldn't get somebody to put suntan lotion on him. Yeah, when that's sad. You got to do it. That's it. Uh, after after uh, Danny Masterson uh, was convicted of rape, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis wrote letters to a judge on his behalf asking for leniency in his sentencing. Uh, those letters were released on Friday, prompting Ashton and Mila to apologize now. Well, they're, like, they're like, hey, this is the guy that we knew, and that's right. the character we were talking about. Obviously, you know, victims, we feel terrible for the victims, and da-da-da-da-da, but, you know. Alleged victims. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't know anything about the case. I don't know if he's guilty or not, but they found him guilty. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean he's guilty. Right. Although I, I, in this case, it seems like he is. If, if you, if you tell me tomorrow that Pete is going to jail for embezzlement as his best friend, 100%. 100%. But as his best friend, I would write a letter to the judge telling them about his character and to try and help out, mm-hmm. Be, you know, to lighten the sentence, not to get the guy off. It's not going to work that way, but yeah. instead of giving him 100 years, they give him right, 30 but that's years. Right, uh, that's the tricky part. Embezzlement is a lot different than rape. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so yeah that's yeah, a big um, different part. But also, you know, talking about this situation, whether he's guilty or not, we don't know. We don't have all the facts. We right. aren't there. We have no idea. But it's got to be so difficult to 15 years, uh, 20 years later, you know, get that evidence and do that stuff and be able to figure out. I don't I don't know how they do it. Can I tell you the dumbest thing that I saw this weekend? You may have seen it. uh, Conan O'Brien clip. Has anybody seen that? Yeah. This was this was in the New York Daily News. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The New York Daily News says Conan O'Brien. It seems like he had information about what kind of person Danny Masterson really was, because in an interview with him. At the end, he closes it by saying, I know who you really are, and I know what you've done, and you're going to get caught. And I was like, oh, my God. So I on went the show? On the yeah, show. Yeah. Wow. So I went back and In watched context. it. It was totally out of, it was, he was saying, he was making a joke about something, and Conan went, ha-ha, we know what kind of guy you are. You're going to get caught, like, I joking you, around. I can tell you what it, yeah, was. it was. He was talking about, uh, he's from Long Island, and he goes, it seems like you've lost your accent. And he goes, well, I've been out of there for a long time. He goes, but there's certain words that I can't get away from. Uh, he said his agent or one of his friends was always makes fun of him. He goes, because he'll be like, uh, do an imitation of me, and he'll go, I'm Danny Masterson. Touch my bowls. You know, and so he <laughs> right, says that, right. whatever, and he goes, uh, and then Conan was like, I've heard about you with that. And yeah, he goes, why, you, why are you always making people touch your ball? Like, joking yeah. around. It had nothing to do with real life. It sounds like a typical Conan joke. Yeah, exactly. But they made it like, Conan, Conan slipped it in. He was right, like, oh, by right. the way, I know what you do where you're going to get caught. And, but like the news, the Daily News reported on that as if the yeah. as if Conan had inside information. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in two context. seconds, you watch a clip and you're like, oh, I get it now. I uh, remember uh, last week, Gary Busey smashed in that lady and took off <laughs> yeah. and said that he was a private citizen and they yeah. couldn't do all this stuff. Well, they police played the music. <laughs> yeah. Police caught a little beach boys. Police caught up with Gary Busey uh, concerning that hit and run last week, and they gave him, uh, he had to give them all his information oh. yeah, to the cops. Yeah, probably uh, sobered up. The woman he hit doesn't want charges pressed or anything. She said, I just want my car fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy old Gary Busey. I'm a private citizen. <laughs> He's so alone. crazy. Well, He's so and it, crazy. it sounded like she didn't know who he was. 
Yeah, it didn't know. seem. Yeah, it didn't seem like she knew. By the way, Gary Busey having a quite a comeback with Jeff Richards uh, doing all the uh, imitations. Of him. Did you see though that Jeff Richards put out a video of him? How he does it? How yeah. he does it? Yeah, he looks worse than Gary Busey. <laughs> he does. He looks, <laughs> but he's wearing the uh, yeah, wearing the, the shirt. And, yeah. and it's the amazing how he does that. Yeah. If you don't find it's at Jeff Richards on Instagram. I think that's what it is. By the way, a million people think that that's actually Gary Busey. Dude, it yeah. is. I thought it was Gary Busey the first time I saw it. when he started talking about. The hot dogs and all that. Yeah. I went, oh my god! And then I realized it was Jeff. I don't. I don't use sugar. I use honey. And yeah. then I kiss it on its lips. You know who I don't really see much more is uh, Mike Busey. For a while, it seems like he's kind of you know what? died he, down. You don't see as much. I yeah. wonder why. I wonder if he was getting some heat out there. Or yeah, something. maybe. Mm. Uh, Spain's uh, president of soccer has stepped down yeah. after being criticized for kissing one of the female players after they uh, won the World Cup. They I thought, he got, I thought him. they got him kicked out. Huh? I thought they got him kicked out. Well, last I think week. He, well he stepped down. Yeah. They they were going after yeah. it and stuff, and he was like, "All right, fine, I'll do it." I mean, I still even my wife, she was like, "I don't get it. I don't." He, you know, he just seemed like it was so they celebratory. Then, sure. Well, later on, the player came out and said she was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Later on, it was weird. Uh, okay, when I was a kid, we went, we had to go on this retreat before you made confirmation, and we went to this monastery, and at the end. We all had to line up and walk up there, and the priest would say something, and then you hug the priest. And I was like, I'm not hugging this priest. It just feels weird. Everybody's going to be looking at me while he's hugging me. I'm in eighth grade. You know what, what I mean? What if he asked you to suck his tongue? Like, no, no. <laughs> but I yeah, thought I, I, didn't, I didn't want to hug that priest, and I felt uncomfortable doing it, and they kind of forced us to do that. Oh, yeah. But I don't, but the priest wasn't like getting sexual gratification from it. Like, you don't know. I, he was hugging boys and girls, and he, oh, they were shoulder hugs, and he was like, looking back on it, I now he was just a sweet priest, you know? But it was part of the ritual of whatever we were doing for but, confirmation. But now the thing is, is you are not supposed to encourage your children to hug even family no. members if they don't want to. No, like, no, no, yeah, I don't want my daughter or hugging anybody. Said, like, but you, everybody you, but... remembers that kiss your grandma. Yeah. 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 What if what if Roger Goodell after the the Bucks won the Super Bowl he just grabs started grabbing players and kissing them on the yeah. lips? Yeah, it would about. it would be awkward. But if he grabbed man's face in France and kissed him on the cheek, that's something that we're used to seeing. Yeah. All the well, time. No, I mean, like on this was on the lips. I know, but it was all. Or if it was a girl, but for a guy, they're usually and guys kiss on the lips over there too. It's yeah. like very not as look. I get it. Don't kiss anybody that you don't know whether or not they want to be kissed. But I felt like from watching that guy, he was excited, and that's why. He wasn't like, come here. He was like, I love you. Good job. No, that was my accent again. <laughs> uh, finally, in news, Entertainment Weekly put together a list of the uh, top, what they say are the top 25 football movies of all time. Okay. I have the top 10. And now these don't necessarily have to be all about football, but football is a theme in the movie. Like a blind side. Yeah. Kinda. Just like, you know, so, I mean, that's obviously a lot more right. about all right, the, Rudy. Uh, Rudy. Number two. Ooh. Did we do this? No. Or what was the... Oh, no, we did a sports yeah. biopics, whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, for a second, I had a flashback. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Uh, Rudy comes in at number two. The, the Longest Yard. The Longest Yard, the, the original, original, 1974, comes in at number eight. The Replacements. The Replacements, not in the top ten. Good movie, though. Um, North wiry. Dallas 40. Yeah. I'm wiry. So good. Uh, no, not in the top ten. Really? Varsity uh, Blues. Varsity Blues comes in at number ten. Brian Song. Number 10. Brian Song, not in the top 10. Good. There are some in here where you go, was there football in that movie? Mm. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, oh. lots of football in there. Number seven. Any given Sunday was 
good. Yeah. Steen and Willie Beeman. It was, yeah. it was not very realistic, but it's a good movie. Yeah. They, I, I got to tell you, whoever did the uniforms and came up with the ideas and stuff should be in charge of uh, any expansion yeah. teams. Yeah. Uh, they, what they did, in it, they took every stereotype about football and threw yeah. it in that yeah. one movie. You say the Warriors. Yeah. There's, I do not, there's football the, in that movie. There's baseball. No, They're no, the no. baseball furies. What do they play football? At the very end, when the Ducky Boys come out and attack them, they're doing it. They're, remember, they're playing the black team. Whoa. I don't remember that. Yeah. I, I, I take your word for it, but I haven't yeah. seen Warriors That's for a little while. That's racist edited. That's by the way, yeah. out, of, out of all the movies that they've been remaking, they really should That's remake yeah, Warriors. That'd be a great movie. Although, I don't know. <laughs> Gun. You're done. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? What were you going to say? Uh, Friday Night Lights. Friday, Ooh, Friday Night, Night Lights, Lights comes in at number four. These are oh. the uh, top... I have the top 10 movies, according to Entertainment Weekly, uh, best football movies of all time. So you have uh, number two is Rudy. Number four is Friday Night Lights. Uh, you got Any Given Sunday is number seven. Longest Yard is eight. Number 10 is Varsity Blues. So we're still missing a few. Remember so, the Titans? Oh, uh, that's a good movie. Not in the top 10. Oh, my gosh. Really? That's a good one. Uh, Porky's. No. No. Oh. Um, is oh. number one more of a football movie or more of a non football more of a non football movie? But there is football in the movie because of an association. Water and boy. you do you do see a little bit of football? No, no. Oh, that should be definitely a top uh, ten. By the way, Waterboy I believe is the most successful sports movie it of all time. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Are you yeah. number yeah. one? Number one football movie. There is a little bit of football in there, and he's the agent for him and stuff. So, but yeah. yeah. Not necessarily what you would call a football yeah. film. But so, yeah, I don't know if I'd call that the number one football movie then. That's, it's not all about football. That's according to Entertainment Weekly. No. Uh, number 10 is Varsity Blues. Number nine, School Ties. What is that? That's the one where uh, where he's a Jew. Brendan Fraser, yeah. Yeah, that was all right. Matt Damon and stuff. No, but I'm saying like football. Football. Yeah. I mean, that's not the main theme in that, certainly. Uh, number eight is The Longest Yard. Number seven, Any Given Sunday. Number six, we have not got... Number five, there's no way anyone's getting. Number uh, six is... I can't even think of any more movies. From 1978, Heaven Can Wait. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. With uh, Warren Beatty, where yeah. he's a football player, he's he dies. Player. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, number four is Friday Night Lights. Number three, you haven't got yet. Number two is Rudy. Number one, Jerry Maguire. So number five and number three. Number five, no one's going to get, so I'll go ahead and tell you what it is. Came out in 2002, Monday Night Mayhem. No. Mm. I guess it's about uh, Howard Cosell and those guys in the booth. Did uh, Draft when? Day with Kevin Costner in, in there? It was in there, not in the top ten. Oh. Wait, that, hey, what's this movie? I, this movie was so is when what? What, what is it? Like, what's the plot? Well, I don't know. I saw uh, I saw the thing. Let me see what it says for the synopsis of it. Monday, but you know that, who played uh, Howard Cosell and did a really good job? Yes. Was uh, the what's his name? The guy from. In the movie. Ray Donovan. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Void, John Void. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got it. 80 for Brady. Uh, no. <laughs> what? Uh, little Giants. No. Oh, <laughs> so that's great. Movie. So good. Monday Night Mayhem has uh, uh, John Turturro as Howard Cosell, uh, Kevin Anderson as Frank Gifford, and uh, Don Merritt blah, 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 uh, provide play-by-play -play football commentary in the 1970s. But so that's, just maybe how the booth was formed, like I the guess, Monday Night Football? Okay. I guess, yeah. So right. that's that one. And then uh, number three is. Tell uh, the truth. Ernest checks in. <laughs> uh, concussion. Will Smith. Tell the truth. Yeah. Number two, Rudy. Number one, according to Entertainment Weekly, the best football movie of all time is Jerry Maguire. I, like I think they were running out of movies and they were like, oh, remember Heaven Can Wait? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. 
uh, the Draft Day movie. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's good. Oh, Draft Day is great, and that's one of those ones. Every time it's on, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to watch this. And then, like an hour later, I'm like, I watch the whole thing. Yeah. I'm uh, like, Galvin, I really do not like Will Smith anymore. I, you yeah. ruined Will Smith. Like, I really, man, the suck. fact that he's on the list, I'm like, ugh. Uh, Listen, I watched Men in Black, and it cleansed everything. Uh, I was like, oh, Will Smith is good in this movie. No, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Like, let me tell you something. Overacting. I'm going to tell you right now. You get Libby about my wife, I'm going to punch you in the face. Maybe not that joke. Maybe not that joke. But you say something rude about my wife. And so, so you're going to get up at the biggest event of the year and smack a little guy because yeah. he made a. Not, not joke. that case. Exactly. Not that, he, he went too far. He was an idiot. I was, eating, I was eating lunch one time with a guy I was kind of friends with and somebody else. And we were at the sports bar. I never told the story. We were at the sports bar that used to be at the International Mall. And my wife had just had a baby, and he made a comment about her. And my first instinct, I swear on my kid's life, was to grab my fork and stab his hand what? with the fork. I was so mad, Carmen. I wanted to pick it up and just smash his hand. And I thought about doing it for, like, I actually said, do it anyway. Just do it. And I was like, no, I'll let it go. And then I don't talk to that guy anymore. And he wasn't even really, he was just making a joke and generally wasn't talking about my wife. But I, I still regret that day not smashing his hand with that fork. So there's a part of me. That understands where if you think you're going to insult my wife on stage in front of the whole world, I'm going to get up and punch you in the face. This wasn't the case. He didn't need to do it for this. But if he would have got out there and he made jokes about uh, Jada and carried on and Will Smith got up and punched him, we'd be like, good, good for you. But the fact that it was Chris Rock and he didn't say anything bad. And Will Smith, we know, is bitch whipped over this chick. It made it all, it, but, it, all but there's still a small part of me that's like, that's a guy sticking nah, up for his life. Chris not, Rock said this not. had nothing to do with me. This was all your problem yeah, with yeah. your wife. Right. It, it, it doesn't make him look tough. No. Which is why look, I agree. It I makes agree. him look ridiculous, and the only reason he did it is because she gave the mean face mm -hmm. to him and stuff. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, He's a I'm piece of garbage. You. He's a piece of garbage that revealed himself to be a piece of garbage. Or, or is he, I didn't see, I, I'm going to still tell you, I don't think he's a piece of garbage, and I don't think he revealed it. I think he well, I think he revealed himself as a guy who's got a lot of problems and a lot of frustration, and he brought it out at the wrong time. I think yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith is the piece of garbage, yes. she and she ruined Will Smith. Uh, but he's yeah. also that may be true. He's yeah. also a pussy that his wife said, "Listen, I'm going to bang other people, and there's nothing you can do yeah. about it." And he said, "Yes, man." But let me <laughs> but let me ask you this, and this is this is being quite honest from a guy who is in a monogamous relationship with his wife for twenty something years. They didn't have, they said, look, we've been together for a long time. We started very young and we're going to face those situations where we're going to want to sleep with other people. Maybe we should think about having an open marriage so that we can stay together. And that's what they did. So he cheated on her as well. Not cheated, but they had the agreement to be with but, other people. Right. Now, when you bang one of your son's friends, that's yeah. a little bit of a difference. The problem is she did it on that podcast. That's, yeah. She talked about it on the yeah. podcast. But like, yeah. that's, uh, that was pretty But pretty I mean, good. just but, his face. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, like, you lost. Yeah, exactly. But I guess he could have stopped that from going. I don't know if it was live or not. I don't know. But that's the thing. I don't think he could. I think she, because it was like her podcast, right? So that because that's what kind of put it yeah. red yeah, table on the map. So I bet she was like, "I'm talking about this. You can't stop me." And then yeah, like, but the only thing, the only way Will Smith could have redeemed himself was any time she brought up banging her son's friend or this or that he could have been like yeah like the time i banged marco robbie yeah. Yeah. then you she go was okay married yeah. at the time so he can't do that you know yeah, what I mean? yeah although like, we don't know that they necessarily did either right. I mean, we're really reading a lot into things that we don't know anything it's about just, i remember that podcast the look on his face oh, was dude. not like oh 
We did, we knew oh. we were going to talk about this today. By the oh, way, I, let, I, let me go on record. I hated Will Smith long before he hit Chris Rock, just yeah. so everybody knows that. I yeah. liked him up until you convinced me not to. Yeah. 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 You're welcome. He's garbage. Yeah. If he would, let me ask you this. If, if Chris Rock would have said, uh, Jada, you got that G.I. Jane head, you big lesbian looking, whatever, that, and he went over the line a little bit, is that making any difference? No. Doesn't he? If he fully insulted her no. in a no, way that wasn't funny, Be- but also here's the thing: one is that they're friends. Will Smith and Chris Rock were friends, like good friends, whatever. If Will Smith would have got up and taken the microphone from Chris Rock and said, "Listen, I don't think that's funny, and I think you should apologize. You shouldn't treat women like that and talk like that." Oh, I think it's that- better if he just punches him. No, because yeah. Calvin, if I say, if I was with you and I was insulting your wife. I have no doubt in my mind that you would eventually smack me. Yes, but yes. we're also not in the uh, on the, the world's context. biggest stage and stuff. And, you know, it's a like, whole different thing. Think of all the comics we know that do crowd work every single night. If that person is, is the context of the exactly event, the event that yes. you're at at the time makes a big difference. Yes. If you're just sitting at a bar or a restaurant, and somebody starts saying mean things about your wife. That's different. I'm telling you right now, I don't, I mean, I don't, it also takes a lot of balls to get up and walk on stage in front of the Academy Awards. Yeah. But also, if you get up there and you're defending your wife, and again, I want to say, I don't think Will Smith picked the right jokes to defend his wife. Like, like, what if it was, let's pick somebody who's a lot cooler, like uh, a lot more masculine and and a lot cooler than Will Smith. Matthew uh, McConaughey. Okay, Matthew McConaughey, he's so laid back, though. Oh, he's great. He'd be up there going, hey, that ain't very Bradley nice. Cooper. Bradley Cooper, also not manly, but still, I get it. If somebody went up there and was like, hey, he's little and he's pretty. He's big. He's like 6'2". <laughs> like, say, uh, the guy who played Bane. What's that guy's name? Oh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Yeah. He's little. Yeah, well, but he's, Tom, <laughs> but he's Bane. Chris, <laughs> Chris Evans is Captain America. <laughs> but but somebody like that that gets up there and, and uh, just takes a, takes a swing at somebody, you're like, God damn, he said something about his wife, and that dude went up there and punched him in the face, and I think it's cooler. Though Also, the fact that he smacked him, doesn't make it cool either. Uh, by the uh, way, speaking of Chris Evans, did you see he got married over the weekend? No. To his 26-year-old yeah. Portuguese Captain America. girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Captain America. He's everybody. like, I think, 42 or something. <laughs> you know he dated for a long time, yeah. who I think is attractive, but if she wasn't famous, probably wouldn't be. Is that Jenny Slate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nose? Yeah, yeah. She, they, they were they in that movie together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. She's though. attractive because she's funny and she's like kind of cute. Yeah. But she, yeah, if you just saw her, you'd be like, huh. I think cute over super hot any day. <laughs> she, by the way, is the greatest Saturday Night Live entrance ever. She got cast on Saturday Night Live. Her first skit that she was in, she drops the F bomb oh, live, live and goes and but says it and then goes, <gasps> Like that, like, oh, it was so bad. I was like, oh, she's done. But she's actually done pretty well. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. That uh, is we, it for yeah, news. We got to take a break. We'll play some commercials when we come back. Uh, Greg Billings will join us in the studio. Billings has a gig coming up at the Capitol Theater. We're going to tell you all about that. Uh, we'll do that when we come back. It's Mike Cal the show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.